Hey, Warriors, I want to let you know about an exciting way you can help us share Christ and help protect children from perverse ideologies in Italy. Yes, I said Italy. By God's grace, our latest documentary film, The Mind Polluters, continues reaching people all over the world and is having a tremendous impact in educating and motivating communities to take action in protecting the innocence of children. An Italian dub of the film is needed to break through the language barrier to help our brothers and sisters in Christ make a significant impact in their communities. Learn more about this need and share your support at fearlessfeatures.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the intersection of faith, family, and filmmaking. You're listening to Fearless with Mark and Amber. I'm Amber Archer, half of the Fearless team, and joining me is the other half, my husband and button pushing. Button pushing. You're a button pushing this morning. I'm your huckleberry. Oh. That's just my game. <laughs> button pusher extraordinaire. That's Mark just my game. Archer. So we are a husband and wife filmmaking team on a mission to educate, motivate, and inspire others to stand firm in the Lord and their communities. We tackle the heavy issues of the day from a biblical perspective. You can learn more about us and the movies we're making by visiting fearlessfeatures.org. Duh, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really are button pusher extraordinaire. Catch me outside. Oh my word. Okay, you must have loaded some more in here. I got it. Oh, Newman. Oh my goodness. These are all for you, Grant. Just yep, so you know. this is for Grant. <laughs> today is best day ever. <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about today? Because we are still in a series of the weaponization of CPS. Mm-hmm. And it gets freakier and freakier as we go along. Uh, yeah, but I think we we have to take a little detour to talk about what happened down in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, I mean, unless, unless you're living under a rock, you know what happened in Nashville. Mm-hmm. A woman who was trying to transition to be a man mm-hmm. um, was a former student at this little Christian school, little Presbyterian school. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Wrote an angry manifesto, which at this point we haven't been allowed to see yet because it's full of incriminating evidence. I'm sure. That she told her friend, she texted her friend and said, I've left behind more than enough evidence that'll explain everything. Right, and you'll see me on the news. Right, and the FBI uh, and the DOJ came in, swooped in and said, well, nobody's allowed to see this until we check it. Uh-huh. So. Are they the new fact checkers? Of course they are. <laughs> Our federal government is completely corrupt. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, so, this is an active investigation. Yeah, whatever. It's not that active. She's dead. Yeah. So, and what did we learn before? Dead men have no rights. Yeah, dead men have no rights. <laughs> um, so, I don't know what what can what can be said about it. It's other than just just lift that whole community up, yeah. lift our nation up in prayer. I mean, first and foremost, that is the, the, the most active weapon we have against these evils mm-hmm. and demonic forces is to pray out to the Lord, our God, and just beg for forgiveness and, and as a nation to repent of this wickedness that yeah. we're allowing. Yeah. And I think it's uh, one of the things that just makes me sick to my core is seeing um, there was a some podcaster who, of course, the mocking from the, from oh, the yeah. lunatic left started right away. And this man, 
I don't even remember his name and it doesn't matter because he's not worth, he's not even worth my breath, but mocking Christians mm -hmm. and saying, well, maybe they didn't pray enough. Yeah. And that kind of stuff, listen, remembering as believers that the Lord sees these things, the Lord knows. And this is a spiritual battle. This is demonic warfare. Mm -hmm. This, this woman who shot her way into this little Christian school was a demoniac. Mm -hmm. She was absolutely possessed. That's the only explanation for somebody doing something so horrific. Mm -hmm. um, but you add to that when you take, uh, when you take someone, especially a female, and pump her full of testosterone. I mean, if she was on hormone therapy, which sounds like she was, mm -hmm. um, even if she wasn't, pumping them full of this this hateful rhetoric and convincing them that the Christians are out to get them, mm -hmm. the Christians are out to kill them. The thing that's been really eye-opening and, you know, through our research doing dysphoria, we've been aware of a lot of this for quite some time. The, the militant uh, underbelly, if you will, of the leftist transgender movement they're they're tied in with antifa black lives matter they're they're all part of the same beast it's mm -hmm. all the same hydra and uh we have seen the violent side of this I, I had an interesting article that that came up and i'm gonna i'm gonna preface this by saying you know as a security guy i'm i'm going to give the disclaimer that until i see the data I'm not going to make a judgment on this, but the, uh, the question was posed is the fastest growing mass shooter demographic per capita in human history, the trans community. So, uh, this was trending on Twitter and interesting demographics that they, that they have here. Um, the Colorado Springs shooter identified as non-binary, the Denver shooter, did they happen to include the years? No. But these are all recent. Mm -hmm. The Denver shooter, this was just... I think, I think they're 2018 just, or 2019 is what I'm... I, I can't... Yeah, these are, these are within the past few years. Denver, the Denver shooter identified as trans. The Aberdeen shooter identified as trans. The Nashville shooter identified as trans. Uh, one thing is very clear. The modern trans movement is radicalizing activists into terrorists. Um, so, yeah, so it's Nashville, Colorado, Denver, and Aberdeen, Maryland, if you want to check the years on those. Um, uh, the claim is made all the more worrisome as the transgender community is being provoked into militarization by media hype of an alleged uptick in violence against the LGBT group. Okay. Stu Peters, who I have a lot of respect for, he's the one that produced Died Suddenly. Okay? Mm -hmm. Stu Peters yeah. show. Um, from his Twitter, the mass shooting in Nashville today wasn't a one-off. This is from Oklahoma City earlier today. Um, and he, he had this picture. He says, trannies have declared war on Christians. Um, I think that's true. Uh, we've been watching this trend for a while. I've done a lot of research on specifically Antifa and the militant 
transgender movement. And when you add to it, it, it the radicalization factor and the drug induced nature of, of all of them, but especially the transgenders, Listen, let's just be realistic. You're dealing with someone who's mentally deranged from the start. Mm -hmm. They have a depraved mind. They don't know reality anymore. So for someone who is a woman and can demand that people think that she's a man, and then she goes and starts pumping herself full of testosterone. We were talking about this. Um, you and I were talking about in, in light of... Um, uh, working out and weight training mm -hmm. and I was lamenting how you know your body changes as you age and I realize I'm reminded every day that I go to the gym that I'm not 20 anymore right <laughs> and one of the things I was talking to a buddy about this and he and he said well have you had your testosterone levels checked you can have a blood test and have your testosterone levels checked and you can get testosterone injections but you should do it with you know under the supervision of a doctor. And I I looked I, I was curious. I looked at it and I went, uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing that. Um, even if it means that I can't be, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger huge. That's totally fine because what I recalled was in my mid twenties when Andro Nor Norandro Stendion, I think it was called Androstack first came out and it was touted as legal steroids mm. and I tried it for a month and never have I been so aggressive in all of my life. It didn't, it didn't matter if I went to the gym. Yeah. I went to the gym and I wanted to fight everybody. Mm. So I can only imagine, you know, so that's a, a mid twenties male who's basically overdosing on testosterone. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine an angry, disturbed female. Who's emotional biologically. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Who then you introduce uh, testosterone, which is going to make you very aggressive. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I, I guess, you know, what do we say uh, as Christians? We have to be, just continue to be aware. Uh, we start with prayer and then don't just leave it at that. We have to, yes, we have to take it to the Lord, and then we have to actually do something. We have to um, be aware. We have to not be stupid when we do events, right? I mean, mm -hmm. we talk about, we've, we've listened to uh, Jeff Younger talk about his experiences with Antifa. Invited by the Young Conservative Club on, uh, I forget which campus it was in Texas, to talk as a reminder, Jeff Younger is the one that you have heard about in the news. He's also in dysphoria. His now ex-wife is trying to transition uh, their son, James, it, it, into a girl. And Jeff has been fighting this tooth and nail. He is a, he is a warrior father. He has not given up on his son. and um, But the courts have have sided with the transgender community and have sided with his wife. Uh, and they're allowing his son to be uh, mentally, physically, sexually abused. And he talks about 
when he got this invitation, this is while he was running for office. He was running for state representative in Texas. And he was invited to come and speak by the Young Conservatives Club on this on this campus. And he said, typical of Republicans and conservatives, they took zero precautions to keep leftists out. Mm-hmm. And so what happened, the, uh, the transgender and Antifa communist crowd came in and filled up the entire room and tried to shout him down for two hours. So as Christians... Um, so we, we just got to stop being so stupid. It's, it's like dealing with, and I'm not, I'm not putting blame on this school. It's not what I'm talking about, but there are plenty of other examples of churches, for example, that they, they just, they want to bury their heads in the sand. Oh, well, that's not going to happen here. Um, listen, from everything that I have read and studied about the school down in Nashville, they did all the right things. Mm-hmm. And took all the right precautions, and that probably saved dozens of lives. Um, but it didn't keep this woman, this deranged woman, from walking up to the front door and just shooting out the glass. Yeah, you know, it, it made me think of when you were just talking about all the testosterone and everything, and it reminded me of phar- uh, pharmacia in mm-hmm. scripture and, you know, people, what is pharmakia in the Bible? Uh, so the Greek word pharmakia appears in Galatians 5.20 when it's talking about things um, that you'll know, uh, idolatry, sorcery. Sorcery is really pharmakia mm-hmm. in this. And it also appears in Revelation 18.23, and the light of a lamp will shine on you no more, uh, no more and the vo- voice of the bridegroom and bride will be heard in you no more. For your merchants were the great ones of the earth, and all the nations were deceived by your sorcery. And the term from, I'm sorry, I'm going to read this, and I'm going to leave a link. So if you guys want to do some more research into pharmacia, it's something that we had studied um, a while ago, and it just popped into my mind as we were sitting here talking about all this testosterone and, and the transgender movement. Is it, so where is this re- revelation? Um, yeah, it's it's found in Galatians five twenty oh, and Re- Revelation uh, eighteen twenty three, okay. um, and the term from the same root word appears in Re- Revelation nine twenty one, Revelation twenty one eight, Revelation twenty two fifteen, and these are typically translated into English as sorcery, witchcraft, or sor- sorcerer. Ancient Greek uses uses of pharmakia closely mirror the generic modern. English word of drugs. Mm-hmm. And the same Greek root word produced English terms such as pharmacy and pharmacist. And I'm just going to read another, um, just one more paragraph here. Uh, modern use of the word sorcery invokes images of supernatural power and spells, but biblical use of pharmacia doesn't fit well with such ideas. Rather, the term suggests various forms of drug abuse. Those might include drug use in pagan worship or as addiction or as poison used to manipulate or control others. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Um, so, yeah, just wanted to throw that little tidbit in there because I just happened to think about it while you were talking about the testosterone. And I thought, yeah, it's pharmacy. It's in scripture. Like, mm-hmm. look to the word. Look to the truth to find the answers. And, oh, my goodness, it's all around us. Yeah, this is, there are, and, and you can see in the media, of course, that the media, listen, if you're, if you're, if you're not, if you're not awake to how corrupt the media is, even even Fox News. I mean, there are a few good, yeah, sometimes good personalities on there. But listen, let's face it: Fox News pays money 
to Bruce Jenner, a.k.a. Caitlyn Jenner. He, he I'm going to call him a he, he is a, uh, you know, a, a regular contributor. Okay. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't lecture me on how, uh, how moral a platform <laughs> Fox News is just because they've got Tucker, right? Um, they all have, have some issues and you just, we have to be, we have to be very careful about which sources that we're going to. But back to this talking about, you know, as Christians preparing for things like this, um, it, there, are, there are organizations out there that have been around for a while and now they're just coming to light. There's one called Rainbow Reload. Look them up. Uh, okay, okay, okay. A, it's a transgender militant group. Wow. Okay, so also, let me just say, because there was, a, as soon as the Nashville shooting happened, mm-hmm. there used to be this whole hashtag, trans rights or else. Yes. And it showed all of these trans people with their, their guns, mm-hmm. their assault rifles, mm-hmm. you know, they were pointed in different directions with the trans colors and it just, and their shirt said trans my, rights or else. My rifles are all defensive. Right. And so I started looking into some of these. Guess what happened the very next day? Hmm. The very next day, you, I mean, it is scrubbed. Instagram is scrubbed. Twitter is scrubbed. Mm-hmm. You can't even, Amazon pulled the shirts that yep. they were selling. Um, and they had these stickers with these butcher knives and yep. the, like the blood that was supposed to be dripping off was all the trans blood. And it just said trans rights or else. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about indoctrination. These people... And you talk about, you know, converting people mm-hmm. to violent activity. This is a this is American ISIS is what yes, they, it is. they have become. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, if you're at a church that's gone woke, right, and they're trying to uh, oh, just em- wait, they'll em- turn on you. Yeah, embrace this community. Listen, get out of there. Mm-hmm. Get leave that church. Go find some place else. This is this is not a time for for cowardice. No, this is not a time for timid men. Um, so whether it's your church or your school, and if you're listening to this and you're you're saying, you know, we don't really have a good you know good plan in place for securing, and well, then it's up to you. It's up to you to go and take the charge and, and take lead and mm-hmm. go. Well, I don't know anything about it. Learn, learn. Go and and. Figure it out. Ask the questions. Who do we talk to? How do we get this going? And if you find that resistance and that, you know, bury the head in the sand, we don't want to deal with it. We don't like guns in the church. We don't, well, you know what? We, we don't want to deal with that. Well, guess what? There's that, there's that great guy who has that YouTube channel. Um, we'll leave a link to it. I can't even, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, that guy with the YouTube channel. <laughs> I know. He, cause he does like church security and, well, oh, active, active self-protection. Active self-protection. Yeah, and the War, Warrior Poet Society. Oh, yeah. John Lovell. <laughs> Love those guys. Warrior Poet Society. Uh, another one that's good to look at is uh, Fieldcraft Survival. Well, well, we'll leave links to all these for you guys. Yeah. Fieldcraft is, um, um, and of course, I'm forgetting his name, but he's a former Green Beret. Mm. And he, he talks about this stuff all the time, yeah. too. So, yeah. So, so just be aware. Yeah. Learn. It's it, listen. It is time for those of us who are think, who think that we're too busy doing everything else. Somebody has to take charge and get this done. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you. So make it happen. 
So we're going to go to break and we'll come back because we have way too much for this show. Uh-oh. So BRB. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Fearless with Mark and Amber is an extension of our filmmaking ministry, Fearless Features, that helps create documentary films about the issues impacting our culture and society from a biblical perspective. The Lord continues to amaze us with how our films are being used to bring awareness and action to issues like abortion, graphic comprehensive sex ed, pornographic library books, social emotional learning, and more. We are currently working on our next documentary about the transgender movement that we know will be a light in the darkness and hope for the youth today and future of our great nation if more people get involved in protecting children everywhere against the demonic ideology of transgenderism. We need your help. Fearless Features is a donor-funded ministry so the truth can be shared uncensored. Your support will help us finish the production of our current film, Dysphoria. We have started each of our films with zero dollars and trusted that the Lord will provide as He guides our steps. We are asking you to prayerfully consider helping us bring this next film to completion. All gifts are tax deductible as Fearless Features is a nonprofit organization. You can give online at fearlessfeatures.org forward slash give or text the word fearless to 80888. Again, that's online at fearlessfeatures.org forward slash give or text the word fearless, one word, to 80888. Okay, we're BRB'd. <laughs> Right. BRB, if anybody doesn't know, be right back. Right, right. See, I have daughters. I pick up on these. I'm <laughs> tween and teen. I'm hip. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing hip about me is how much my hips hurt. Um, hey. <laughs> so uh, this was an interesting, or I got some um, some audio here. So I, I got this from InfoWars. But so we're moving, transitioning for anybody. If, you, right. if you're just picking up, we're transitioning back over to weaponization of CPS. Right. So we're back to that. Um, filmmaker and journalist Ami Horowitz interviewed people on the streets in one of New York City's most liberal areas, the East Village, to find out what locals think about hormone medication and gender reassignment surgery for trans minors. The responses from those interviewed were quite disturbing, as some people claim there should be no age restriction whatsoever on when children can consent to having their genitals removed. Um, rather than read all this, let me just uh, play the audio as we go here. What are your What's thoughts on your relationship with the trans community? Zero. So I mean, why I'm are you doing this? Just curious if people's responses. Okay, well, why don't you stick in your lane about stuff that you understand? And oh, my word. You can't ask questions? No. It's funny. He's wearing a CCC uh, shirt. I'm Ami Horowitz, and there are a lot of parents who are refusing to put their children who identify as possibly trans on hormone therapy and gender reassignment surgery. I'm here in the East Village, the woke capital of New York, to ask people what they think... think is the is the earliest age that a child can make a decision and say you know what I'm not the way I was born and I want to go through hormone therapy to start making my change and ultimately um, you know surgical what, what's, what, what age do a child can start making that decision what's a number you I think, think? I, I don't think you I don't know if a there's number. a number yeah, yeah. there's not a number I think that once they, they have an understanding like, they can that I did a little bit of research on that actually and I think maybe the best ages would be around like 13, 14. I mean, I remember being 13, These look like 14, early 20 year olds. Being able to like yeah. make pretty good decisions for myself. Maybe a little older, I'm not sure, oh, no, but. You're, you're mature, I've made stupid. 
good decisions. Maybe seven. Seven. I would say seven. Kids as young as six years old. Six, I think I was still throwing my feces on the wall. So well, not... then obviously you weren't ready. <laughs> I mean, but I definitely, definitely yeah. Whenever they want to start it, they can. Like, however young they feel like they're different, like, just started that. Just, yeah. This is the I'd next generation that's going to be leading like our country. Mm-hmm. And what about the argument that people say, like, hey, look, it's six, Looking seven, eight, mask. even ten. Yeah. You're just not fully formed enough to even know the differences. Like, maybe you think you're that, but you're not, or maybe you're gay. Like, what, what do you think about what that I don't argument? know. I, I mean, I was growing up, but I didn't knew what I was. But I luckily was born in the correct body, so I didn't have to How does she know? Yeah, how do you really know that? I know that if I wasn't, I knew How do you know your feelings are right? She used to go to one of the uh, re-education camps here in the United States called public schools. And I would have been very aware of that. So I don't... I don't. Oh, I definitely would have known. I think everybody knows who they are. Because they're immutable characteristics. But that's an interesting point. If they change in every 10 years, you have to be careful not to put somebody on hormone therapy if they're if I mean, they might I feel change. like it's their choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it really doesn't matter. I mean, to them, it was their choice to do it, so they can do it. I think everyone deserves to be experimental, it was their choice. even though they're not ready yet, and they feel ready in that And these are all 20 something. It's not James like Younger's choice. Right. Should we start taking kids away from parents who who won't give their kids hormone therapy, for example? Yeah. Uh, What's she saying? It's just up to the child. child. Maybe that would be the best. Maybe put them with people or family members who care more about their well-being and will allow them to. Yeah, because they're not their kids. Putting kids in an environment where they feel supported to grow into the people that they are meant to be. They need to be in a more supportive environment. The right path. That's even a debate. You would think it's, it's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say it's a horrible idea. I mean, yeah. If, if the child like wants to live their life the way that they want and their parents aren't. And you can see none of these people have children. Feel right. comfortable doing so. I don't see why it would be an issue to put them somewhere else. Yeah, for sure. If you're not. Yeah, it's just no issue. Just place really them somewhere else. Except for that lady. She looks a little older. A form of child abuse? I think so. Child abuse, if you continue to do that? I would say yeah. probably. Yeah. If it's like openly expressing yeah. how they feel about it and the parents are ignoring them, then yeah. That's like child a abuse. form of like emotional <laughs> abuse kind of traumatic. Okay. Child abuse? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I do. Yeah. Just They're... abolish gender. Notice the dude hasn't said anything. Um, I mean, I agree with what, uh... Sorry, I assumed you were a dude. I don't know. I <laughs> yes, I am. Gender. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am a, a man. Do you think it's wrong for no, the parents or for anyone to put their own political dogma onto a child? Totally. Wow. Right? Wow, wow, wow. Uh, yes, I am a man with my mask, and I just agree with whatever all the chicks around me say. Right. I am a man, though. <laughs> whatever, bro. Um, I did find... The four, the different, the four transgenders in the last five years okay. that this has happened. Okay. So uh, this is a Breitbart article. Just Breitbart, I just found um, great article. I'm going to leave a link to it in the show notes. In less than five years, we've had four people who identify as transsexual committing a mass shooting. In November of 2018, Sonosha Mosley, a man who identified as a woman, wounded three and killed three after opening fire at his place of employment in Aberdeen, Maryland. In May of 2019. 
2018, 2019, a Colorado woman who identified as male shot up a school, killing one and wounding eight. In, so 2018, 2019, and now 2020, November of 2020, a Colorado man who shot up a gay nightclub, killing five and wounding 18, was identified as transsexual. And then here, just this past Monday... 28-year-old Audrey Hale, a woman who identified as a man, entered the Nashville Christian Elementary School with a firearm. She murdered three adult staffers and and three nine-year-old children. So in less than five years, that's four mass shootings committed by people who make up about one half of 1% of the population. So that works out to around 2.75 mass shootings per million transsexuals over four years. Right. And can I point out, too, that, um, uh, okay, so Uvalde, you remember that tragedy Mm -hmm. in Texas. Um, The similarity between Uvalde and what just happened in, in Nashville, and again, in the real world, in law enforcement and security, we rely on empirical data. All right. I don't care how you feel about it. Empirical data tells us that both of those were former students right. of those schools. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense because then they, they have understand. They a good layout of the school and where the layout, people are going to be. They know who they're especially going after. They, they would know how to pull this off better than someone who has Random. no idea. Right. right? Um, on that... Uh, from Fox News, parents of, parents' bill of rights wins zero votes from Democrats who attack it as fascism and an extreme attack on schools. Did you hear about this? No. The House voted to pass the Parents' Bill of Rights Act on Friday over objections from Democrats who argued the bill is aimed at promoting fascism and extreme views of Republicans making it easier for parents to ban books and out LGBTQ plus students. The GOP bill is a response to growing anger across the country about access to information on everything from school uh, curriculum Curriculum. and safety and mask policies to the prevalence of gender ideology and critical race theory in the classroom. But of course the Biden administration's justice department calls it uh, the disturbing trend of violent threats against school officials. <laughs> the bill passed narrowly in the House. Right, well, the, and, they, and they have to say that. The Democrats, they have to say mm-hmm. you know, the trending threat against school officials because they've already tried to label all of the parents domestic terrorists. Right, and that didn't work. The bill passed narrowly in the House 213 to 208 that saw a handful of Republicans actually vote against it along with the uh, the Democrats. Um. So I bring that up because I, would, I, I think it's obvious that the Democrat Party does not believe that your children are your own. Right. Now, if you talk to those Democrat lawmakers individually, they believe that their children are their own. What's mm-hmm. good for me is not good for thee. So it's okay for the government to come in and steal your kids away from you because you won't affirm mm-hmm. their indoctrination, their their um, their mind-altering drugs that they want to uh, inject into your kid. But, of course, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get away with that with their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another one from Fox News. Minnesota, which is like the California of the North, Minnesota advances trans-refuge bill 
that a bill opponents say would strip custody from non-consenting parents. Wow. This is almost identical to what they did in California. Was it the woman in um, Michigan who was trying to do that? Do you remember uh, that story? Or was yes. that Chicago? I can't I remember. I think it was Michigan. Yeah, they're... they're uh, Minnesota lawmakers on Thursday advanced legislation that would establish the state as a trans refuge for children seeking transgender medical procedures, but who may be denied gender affirming care in other states in a party line vote. Again, 68 to 62 uh, passed by the Democrats. Minnesota House passed HF 146. Uh, Democrats supporting the bill say the legislation will protect transgender people, their families, and healthcare providers from legal repercussions for traveling to Minnesota to obtain cross-sex hormone prescriptions or sex change procedures. Gender-affirming care. You have to really ask... saving healthcare. Yeah, you, you really have to ask yourself, is it, is it really life-saving? I mean, no. what, what are you... It, they never stop to think about what, it, what do you think you're protecting them from? From the parents, I, I mean, <laughs> because we remember what have we what have we heard in all of this as we've been mm-hmm. talking about CPS is that the definition now of child abuse is shifting. Mm-hmm. It's no longer your kid shows up with black eyes and a broken arm. It's now we have convinced them that it's they, mental and that, unseen that they're the wrong gender, uh-huh. and you tell them otherwise. That's child abuse, right. and now we're going to take your kid. Mm-hmm. This, this is where this is going. This is where this already is. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, it's going to come down to state by state. And here in Indiana, uh, we just passed um, a, a ban on... Gender-affirming care. Gender-affirming surgeries. It was sent to the governor's desk. Right. But... So you want to take a bet on whether... Hulk, Rhino Holcomb will actually sign it or veto it? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to veto it. I mean, just based on past. But fortunately. It'll get. It'll be. They can override his veto. Right. Last year, they passed the ban on uh, men in women's sports. Mm-hmm. And Holcomb vetoed it. Yep. Holcomb's a Republican. Yeah. Holcomb vetoed it. Gave some stupid pansy answer about. I don't like the the form and function, blah, 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 whatever. You are a coward. Well, and Kentucky just passed um, legislature this past Wednesday, mm-hmm. and the the Democratic governor vetoed it, and then they overrode his veto. Right. Yeah. And then the trannies stormed the Capitol. Right. But that's not an insurrection. Right. It's okay. It's okay for them to, to do all of that. Right. And if you go and you watch the videos of, of that happening... Yes, they did storm the Capitol. Yes. yes, they were basically rioting and dressed up like demons. Uh huh. Right, the one guy especially had uh, had his little demon horns on and everything. Really, Sick. really creepy stuff. It's yeah. like drag. It's like the drag queens come out. Mm-hmm. You know, come out fighting, and I'm sure that that'll be that'll be the justification for our governor. Yeah vetoing it so that he can wash his hand. Okay, Pontius Pilate, you can wash your hands and say, I am not guilty of the blood of these transgenders. Right. We're going to override your veto mm-hmm. and let them riot. That's why we have police. Mm-hmm. That's why we have jails. Yeah. That's that's what we do with them. Um, one last article before we go. Yeah, because are we long? <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, the Epoch, thanks for joining us. The Epoch Times mental health bill 
this is we're, now we're going out to California. Mm-hmm. Hold on. California. <laughs> the mental health bill is state sanctioned kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, a California bill that would allow school mental health counselors to send children as young as 12 years old to residential mental health facilities without parental consent. Well, you know, it's the the Counselors Association and the Principals Association that we were um, digging into there with the mind polluters Mm -hmm. and just how it's so infiltrated with this ideology and affirming well, we're going to have to do a whole episode on that and bring in some some people from around the country who know more about that than we do, because it is it is frightening to see what's happening to the education system and even the counseling um, associations and the principals associations. Yeah. Uh, OK, the legislation. So in California, authored by Assemblywoman Wendy Carrillo, Democrat mm-hmm. from no L- surprise there from L.A., would remove guardrails in current law that is that state a minor must be deemed in danger of serious physical or mental harm to themselves or to others, or an alleged victim of incest child abuse before they are allowed to consent to mental health treatment or counseling on an outpatient basis or at a residential shelter without the permission of the parents. So in other words, as it stands now... They can't they can't do an end run around the parents unless they suspect that there's incest, rape, child abuse, right. and they, it has to be you know well documented. Now they're just removing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the committee voted seven to two in favor of moving the proposal further along in the legislative process. Um, the two votes against it were Republicans. Um, Rachel Velkolf Holtz, an attorney and director of mental health at the National Center for Youth Law and co-sponsor of the bill, told the committee that AB 665 addresses, quote, a deeply inequitable policy. I've heard that equity. See, these are communist buzzwords that creates, quote, added barriers for youth on Medi-Cal. That's the state. uh, Yeah. State health care to access mental health counseling. Removing this barrier is more important than ever, given the mental health crisis that our youth are facing right now, particularly those youth of color with the fewest resources who rely on Medi-Cal. We'll put links in there. So, Yeah, and I, th- I think one more thing. You said that was from the Epoch Times. Yes. Um, there is also a great... Um, it's a video. It's a video podcast uh, from Joshua Phillips, and he was discussing the the FBI disinformation is radicalizing trans groups. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I I got to watch that first part of his video. I'll leave a link to it, but it's a really good if you want to see what's happening and how they're pushing this agenda and m- making them believe it's it's like Operation Mockingbird, yeah. MK Ultra. If you know um, what we're talking about there with those, but. Um, these were CIA programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just seeing how the FBI is now radicalizing the, these trans groups to make them believe that really there's a genocide happening among them. Right. I mean, unbelievable. And you right. wonder why people are lashing out? You wonder why they're doing that? Well, <laughs> they're being told. Right. And, and because you've removed from education the the notion of show me the data mm-hmm. let me see the evidence mm-hmm. it's all based on feeling and so it's easily 
these these groups of people are easily manipulated because they don't ask for proof. Mm -hmm. And you've got them so whipped up into a frenzy that they are the victims and it's time to fight back. And so you get what you saw in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Um, This isn't going, it's not, it's not going to slow down unless we as Christians, uh, you know, take a stand. So we have to, we have to recognize what are the right things to do and then do those right things. And, and what does Pastor Rob McCoy say? He said, they're the opportunity. Yeah, they're not the enemy. They're the opportunity. Listen, it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It is very difficult because these people, uh, as, as Rob says, reviled, revile not. Mm-hmm. So I, because they're lost. They're without the truth. Right. So you know, I say this to myself as well as everybody else. Think of all the things that we, that we have pointed out and encouraged uh, ourselves and other believers to do. Speak out at the state house. Uh, get involved um, with school boards. With school boards. Um, be a part of, you know, security team at your church. I mean, all of these things that are that are that we know are right things to do. They're good things to do. And then um, let me just remind us as Christians of James 4.17. Anyone then who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it sins. Mm-hmm. So it is what such is a heavy it? burden in our yeah. in our home in our in our daily lives, and it is prayerful considering what it is and where you spend your time and what you're doing. Right. So, what is it that has been weighing on your mind that you know you should do, but you're putting it off? Pastors, elders, everyday mom and dad, you know, believers. What is it that that you know that you could do? Mm-hmm. That you're just refusing to do, if and that you, the Lord has gifted you to do, that, probably. Yeah, you don't have to do everything. No, do what you can do, and if it's something that you know you can do and you could do well, and you're refusing to do it because you just don't want to get involved, because I just I don't I don't want to be involved in that. I don't want I don't do politics. Who's lied to you? Right? Who has lied to you? Who's mm-hmm. bewitched you with this? Listen, if you, what does the scripture say? He who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it. To him it is sin. To him it is sin. And that's why that's why our nation is going down the mm-hmm. way that it is, because we've ignored the Lord. But as an encouragement, I just want to remind everyone, too, that uh, one righteous individual who takes a stand on the word of the Lord and just stands firm is worth at least a hundred of the opposition. Mm-hmm. They are terrified of Christians who refuse to back down. Put on the full armor of God. Put on the full armor of God. They are scared. Satan is running scared. It's going to get worse. The the Lord told us things will go from bad to worse. But we fight from victory. Not for. Not for victory. The victory is already won. Yep. Well, thank you guys for listening to the end. That's all the time we have for today. We hope you have a wonderfully blessed week. Be sure to check out fearlessfeatures.org for more information about our ministry and all that we're doing. We sure could use your help. Again, that's fearlessfeatures.org. Have a wonderfully blessed week. We will talk to you again next Tuesday. You're everyone's problem.